Hey girls, I've got some big news for you today. My husband and I have taken a leap of faith and made a major change in our life. It's exciting and more than a bit scary. We don't know exactly what the future will hold, but as the saying goes, we know who holds our future. So come pull up a chair next to mine as I tell you all about it. Welcome to the Faith Lived Out Podcast. Are you wanting to do life God's way but are unsure how or what that even looks like? Do you sometimes fear that you're doing this whole wife and mom thing all wrong and want to know how to do it right? Or do you want to stop worrying all the time and learn how to truly put your faith and trust in the Lord? Hey girl, I'm Nancy Adamson, wife, mom, and Grammy to seven sweet babies. Bible study teacher, speaker, and women's ministry leader. I see you and I get you because I've been there, and I'm here to share with you what God has taught me on how to find biblical answers to life's challenging questions in His Word, to know what His promises are for you, how to apply them to your life, and to put the cares and concerns that are on your heart safely in the Father's hands. So if you're ready to learn how to live out your faith every day and follow the amazing plan that God has for you, grab your coffee, pull up a chair next to mine, and let's get started. Remember a couple of weeks ago when I was talking to you about how sometimes Praying for patience is really more about learning how to be content where we are. Well, as it turns out, I was talking to myself just as much as I was sharing this with any of you. At that time, God was teaching me to be content where I was and teaching me to stop focusing on how my life could be different and and stop trying to make it happen all the time, to just take care of each day as it comes and to trust him for the rest. But I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself here. Let me explain what God has been doing in my life and the change that I was praying that we could make. You see, my husband and I have owned our own business for the last 25 years. It's a metal business that designs and fabricates parts for the railroad industry. It has supported our family for well over 20 years. But about five years ago, it took a downturn. And one of the reasons why we moved from Southern California to Texas was because of what was happening in our business. We were hoping that the less expensive cost of living in Texas and then also the greater access to more railroad yards here would make a difference for us and kind of bring us back to where we needed to be. But things did not turn out the way that we had hoped. We were not making enough money to pay our bills, even to the point where we almost lost our house. So we both took jobs elsewhere while we figured out what the next step for our business would be. For the past four years, we've both been working a job and a half to two jobs. My husband has been doing an amazing job in restructuring our company to be more of an online business so that we can reach more people, and God has been blessing his efforts greatly, so much so that he quit his other job in January and now only works on our business. The increase in sales is fabulous. However, my part of the company is doing the accounting work. More sales means more work. 
And I was already struggling just to take care of the necessary things that needed to be done on the nights and weekends after I'd already worked an eight-hour day. And on top of that, we're now about to hit tax season. I have a mountain of accounting work to get done before I could ever even think about doing our taxes. Besides working these two jobs, I'm also the women's ministry leader at my church. And as you know, I recently started this podcast. So to say the least, I was feeling more than a bit overwhelmed. I was stressed out most of the time and beginning to lose sleep and gain weight. I was not in a good place. Both my husband and I knew that this was a struggle for me and that it needed to change, although he didn't quite understand how much of a struggle it was. But he did walk beside me and say, yes, we need to do something different. And we knew that we needed to have me quit my day job. Now, ladies, this is more than a bit scary because we rely on the funds from my job to pay bills. It provides us with the insurance that we have. But we were sure that this was the next step that we needed to take. The only thing was, is when? When is going to be the right time to do this? Those financial struggles that we went through just a few years ago were still very fresh in our minds and we didn't want to go back there. My job pays well and it pays a good portion of our bills, like I said, and our insurance. So walking away from this was going to have a large impact on us. And we needed to make sure that we got it right. I have a tendency to make decisions and do things on my own timing rather than praying and waiting on God's timing. I have a tendency to run ahead of him and then hope that he blesses as he catches up with me. And I was desperately trying not to do that this time as I was praying for patience and waiting for him to show me when it was the right time to quit my job. As I said earlier, this turned into praying more about being content where I was and learning to persevere and to stop asking the Lord when and to stop looking for those things to give me signs as to when, but to just live day by day and to put my rest in him and to just ask for strength and perseverance to get through. Well, it was one of those nights that I couldn't sleep and I thought, okay, If I was to make a plan as to when to quit, when would it be and why? I like my job. I have a great boss. And so I definitely wanted to give him ample notice. Plus, it would completely freak out my husband if I said, oh, babe, I want to give my two-week notice. So I knew that I couldn't do that. However, I also needed enough time to hopefully get the accounting all caught up and done before the taxes are due in April. So I made a plan to give my notice in a week and to be done working in a month. And I had it all figured out because ladies, I'm a planner. So I had it all taken care of. But I also have been married for a long time. So I knew better than to hit my husband with this when he first got out of bed. So I waited until he had his morning coffee, had some time to really wake up. I waited honestly as long as I could stand it. And then I went into his office and told him my plan. Now, it would be great if I could tell you that, oh, God had been working on his heart as well. And he was thinking the same thing. And he was totally right there with me with this. But he was not. He was not a fan of my idea. His response was, 
I want this for you. I get it. I know that you're really stressed out and everything, but I don't think that this is a good time. If you really want to do it, you can, but I don't think it's a good idea. Well, even though he said that I could quit if I really wanted to, I knew that I couldn't. We're clearly not on the same page on this at this point. And so if we don't agree, then it's not of God. And I certainly can't go give my notice knowing that my husband does not agree with what I'm doing. This did, however, open up somewhat of a heated discussion about what we want, about what our expectations are and how this was really making me feel. I had been kind of holding all of this in, just trying to do my best and keep going and just keep doing and keep doing and keep doing. And he didn't even really understand quite how bad it was. Because as women, we just keep going. We just kind of suck it up and do what it is that we need to do. And that's what I had done. And I ended up just kind of having this little meltdown and crying in his arms. And he said, I had no idea that this was bothering you so much that this was affecting you so much. And it was this bad because of his response. Then I wondered, you know, did I maybe go ahead of God? Cause he didn't agree. Like, even though he knew it was bad, he still didn't necessarily agree that this was the time for me to quit, that my plan was a good idea. So then I'm like, Oh Lord, forgive me if I've gone ahead of you again, I'm trying so hard not to, but I just don't know what else to do. I'm struggling so much. Well, we didn't discuss it again for a couple of days. And then Sunday morning rolled around and I prayed, Lord, please have something taught this morning, something in Sunday school or during the church service that will give us some kind of direction, something that will, and I hate to say it, change my husband's heart. Maybe I needed to have a change of heart, but I was praying that his would change, but at least something that would put us both on the same page. And thankfully, God did answer my prayer. In our Sunday school lesson, we were taught on Matthew 6, verses 19, 19 through 21, where it says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in nor steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Our Sunday school teacher talked to us about where do we invest our money and our time? What is it that shapes our decisions? And in our everyday lives, what is most important to us? Is it things that are temporary or is it those things that are eternal? Those things that are temporary, they're going to burn in this world one day. The cars that we have, the houses that we have, the stuff that we have, it's all going to burn one day. But those things that are eternal is when we invest in somebody else's future and somebody else's life and what their relationship is with Christ. As I listened to this, I realized that I was spending most of my time and energy on a full-time job, a part-time job, taking care of my house and family, planning and participating in women's activities, and this podcast. And it was probably in that order. 
Certainly the two jobs that I was doing was taking most of my time and energy. And with what was left over, then I was working on the ministry stuff that God had called me to do. This made me realize that me quitting my job was not only about what I wanted, but also about where God wanted me to spend my time. To work and to make the money that I needed to pay my bills, this is necessary, but it's temporary. The ministry work that God has gifted me to do, that he has called me to do, this is eternal and God-honoring. I realized that where our hearts were, both my husband and I, in that we were concerned about me leaving my job because we were comfortable. We had enough money to pay our bills. We had good insurance. We were comfortable in where we are, and we didn't want to lose that comfort. We were afraid, and we were relying on ourselves. We were relying on my job and my paycheck for that security and for that comfort and for that provision, and we were not relying on God. And he's the one that provides for us all that we need. We were thinking of those financial struggles before and didn't want to go there, but we still need to give it to God and to rely on him for those things. In 1 Timothy 6.17, it says, Command those who are rich in this world that they not be conceited, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who richly gives us all things to enjoy. As wonderful as my job is and all of that, it's still not security. It still can be taken away. There have been several people in my department alone that have been laid off during this last year. And by the grace of God, I was not one of them. But that doesn't mean it's not going to happen in the future. God is the only one that is the provider for us that we can truly count on that will never fail. And he tells us not to trust in these uncertain riches, but to trust in him. I knew that God had certainly answered my prayer and had given me a clear understanding of what living out my faith in him looked like in this situation. But I wasn't quite sure that my husband had gotten the same message. We went to lunch after church as we always do. And on the way home, I just felt like it was time to talk to him, but I was honestly afraid to. Like I did not want to get into that heated discussion again, but I needed to say something. And so I talked to him about it. I told him about the prayer that I had prayed, how God had answered that prayer during Sunday school. And we talked about the Sunday school lesson and what I thought that it meant and, and what it meant for us. And he brought up a few different things as well about expectations and goals. But this time it wasn't the heated discussion. God had worked in both of our hearts And we made the decision together that, yes, it is time for me to quit my job in the time frame that I had planned. I'll have you know, ladies, just to make sure that he was 100% on board with this, I went into his office a little while later and I said, okay, are we on the same page? Like 100% on the same page, you're with me on this to quit my job. And he said, yes. 100% I'm with you. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord. The funny thing was, is that the next morning, both of us had this like slight panic attack of what did we just do? What if the business doesn't make enough money? What if we get into problems again? 
And my husband was even saying, oh, I think I need to maybe change my business plan a little bit and like, you know, accelerate it to make sure that we're going to do enough. And I was like, wait a minute. No, this is not what we should do. We should not be worried about this. We should not be making changes and taking the stress off of me and putting it on you, but we should be trusting God and that God's going to provide. He's going to give us the sales that we need to be able to take care of ourselves and to take care of our family. And, and we haven't worried about it again. We've just kind of let that go and we're doing day by day what it is that God has called us to do. So this last Friday was my last day. And we're both very excited about this because it not only takes so much stress um, away from us and both of us, and because I can now help him with those things in the business that he's been having a hard time keeping up on, but it also will allow us now to be able to travel together more often. I'll be able to go to California and see my grandbabies more often. And so we're just totally blessed about that. So I have a question for you. Is God calling you to maybe take a leap of faith to move forward with something that you're unsure what that outcome might be? If you are, I want to encourage you to first pray. Pray that your idea is truly from the Lord and that it's a step that he wants you to take. And if that, if it isn't that he will change your desire and move you towards something else. And that's a, that's a difficult thing to pray because we get this idea and we get all excited and we want to do it. And sometimes God goes, okay, well, that's only part of it. I need you over here. Or I need, you know, you need to be doing this yet next or whatever the case may be. So just really be open in your prayer for God's leading you in what that next step is and what it is that he wants you to do and pray for his guidance and his timing as you take each step forward in this leap of faith. Another thing is to check what you think that God is calling you to do against scripture. Does it align with scripture and is it God honoring? You know, if I was thinking that God wanted me to, you know, work two full jobs and maybe stop doing the women's ministry stuff or not to do this podcast, that's not really going to be God honoring in that way because I'm just trying to make more money. So think about what it is that you want to do and that step, that leap of faith that you want to take and check it up against scripture and make sure that it aligns with scripture and that it's God honoring. Is it a temporary thing? Is it Does it feed the temporary things in our lives or does it feed the eternal things in our lives? Not that we, you know, don't need to also take care of some of these temporary things because we need to have jobs. We need to provide for our families. Four years ago, God prepared my heart to get a job. But the flip side of this is, is that job going to take away from my family and not provide something that's necessary to provide something that is extra or frivolous? And then what about your motives for what it is that you want to do? Is it for yourself or is it for others? Is it to bring yourself pleasure, satisfaction, or to promote you? Or are you wanting to help other people, maybe people in your family or people around you? Are you wanting to point people to Jesus? 
I assure you that as you pray for God's direction in this and you seek his will, he will be faithful to guide you. I want to leave you with this one encouraging thought. Think of all that God did for Abraham, all that he had, all the blessings of family and land and livestock and all of it. It all started with this. And it's found in Genesis chapter 12, verses one through four. And it says, now the Lord said to Abram, go from your country, your family and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless them who bless you and curse him who curses you. And in you, all families of the earth will be blessed. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him and Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. God asked Abraham to trust him to take a step of faith and go to a land that Abraham didn't even know where he was going. God just said, I'm going to show it to you. But God didn't tell him where it was. So without knowing even where he was going, he packed up his family and he left because God told him to. And look at all that God has done because of Abraham, because he chose to believe and to take a leap of faith. Thank you so much for listening today. I pray that God has used this episode to bless and inspire you to live out your faith in Him. If it has, please do me a huge favor by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know if you like the show and you will be helping others to find this podcast and be lifted up by the word of God. Is there someone who came to mind while you were listening today and you said, Ooh, she needs to hear this. Well then send her the link so she can be encouraged too. Are you in the Dallas area and looking for a fresh new speaker to add excitement to your next luncheon, women's retreat, or other women's event? then drop me a note at nancy at faithlivedout.com and let's chat about it. That's nancy, N-A-N-C-I, at faithlivedout.com. I would love to come and meet with you and the ladies in your group. You're also welcome to visit the website at faithlivedout.com for more information, blog posts, journaling ideas, and free printables. Or become a part of our little community of believers by joining the Faith Lived Out community group on Facebook, where you can join together with other faith-led wives and moms just like you. Links to these areas and the scripture references used in today's episode are in the show notes. Ladies, thank you again for listening today, and know that I am praying for God to be with you as you learn to trust in Him more and to live out your faith every day. God bless you and see you on the next episode.